Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Okay, Daniel, let's get right to it. We got a doozy. We got a doozy from Brian. Brian, hit us with your question. What do you got? DIY. Hi, DIY Money. This is Brian from Jacksonville, Florida. And my question is somewhat of a two-part question. We've taken care of all of our bad debt that you've talked about. No credit card, no student loans. Uh, The last piece of debt we have is my wife's car payment, which we're currently paying 3.5%. Last year, our 401k uh, uh, returned about 12 or 13%. Wanted to know your thoughts if we should continue, obviously, paying um, the car payment and then putting extra to it, but really focusing a lot of money to our 401k. And the second part is... How do you feel about taking loans out against your 401k to perhaps pay a future mortgage down payment? Um, I know you pay a higher interest rate, but you pay yourself back. Do you advise that or would you stay away from it? I appreciate all of your insight. Take care, guys. Okay. That was more like a four-part question, Brian. Come on. You gave us the two-parter and then you went into a couple other couple other scenarios. Brian, you ruined everything. What are your thoughts, Daniel? You want to kick this one off or what? Sure, why not? Uh, I'm going to start with the um, paying down the car debt. Um, so in my personal opinion, personal experience, I would generally contribute in a 401k up to the match uh, to make sure that you're getting that match. And then aggressively go ahead and pay down the other debt, pay down the car loan just to get that off your books. Get that out of your mind and then continue making an auto payment to some type of savings account. So the next time that you go buy a car, you've got cash there ready to go. Uh, But once you've got that car paid off, you're probably going to free up some margin there that you can then start contributing more into the 401k. So a little bit of it is, is the math to figure it out. Now, I will say that before you, I guess, move forward with that and get super aggressive on the car debt, you probably should calculate how much you need to be contributing to your 401k on an annual basis to hit your retirement goals because there is the chance that if you just get into the cycle of paying down really low interest debt, in this can, in this case, the car loan at 3.25, I think it was, uh, you do run the risk of under-contributing to an, uh, 401k. So there is a little bit of balance there, but generally speaking, paying down the debt uh, and then putting yourself in a position that you don't have to take uh, on debt for that auto loan again would be good. What do you think, Will? Well, I want to I want to pick out one thing that I want to caution Brian against and that is in the first part of his question he mentioned his 401k return. And that in my opinion led to the question regarding putting more into the 401k because the return was greater then the interest rate, he didn't say this, but he did say the return of the 401k was greater than the interest rate on the auto loan. Now, full disclosure, I'm guessing Brian's question came in a few months ago because we have a packed queue, which we still want that. We want questions to come in, so keep them coming. But it was probably prior to this market decline that we've seen 
which is a, a even you know bounced since uh, the middle of March. The point I'm trying to make is as follows. Do not let the rear view performance of an investment dictate your future plans. That is a way to perpetually get whipsawed and very, very discouraged with your investment strategy. I have often seen people invest in the market at a young age just about the time, and it makes sense, right? Oh, my friends are doing it. Everybody's making money on this, that, and the other. I'm going to start investing. Boom, bear market, lose 50%. What in the world was I thinking? I should have just paid that towards my car, sell everything, pay it towards the car. Boom, market rebound. Oh my gosh, this is just a crock of crap. Why is this even here? It's such a gamble. This is That is not investing, all right? So I want to caution you against that. If I misinterpreted, your, I didn't misinterpret. That's exactly what you meant. I'm not even going to hedge myself there. It's what you meant. So don't, 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 don't do that. That's first and foremost. Secondly, I will say, don't skirt the steps. This is not rocket science, okay? Uh, Daniel said something that I think is very important to understand. He said, invest up to the match. L- unpack that a minute. What did he mean by that? He said, your company may be giving you a match. I didn't hear that in the question, but many companies do. He was saying, let's go ahead and invest at minimum in the 401k up to the free money you're getting. That's a no-brainer. So if your company matches 6%, put in 6%. If you put in 4 or 3 or 2 or nothing at all, you are literally leaving money on the table that is there for you for free. Nothing. That's the first and foremost. Now, that match could be all over the place. I believe very strongly that you should strive for investing in your retirement 10%. Now, my initial thought is initially when you have bad debt, and, and I mean the, the third level, the crap, crap debt, which I would put as credit cards, store cards, et cetera, then flip up to the, the next level, which is auto loans, student loans, et cetera, and then finally a mortgage. But ultimately, you can use the match as your combined total to get to 10 but you want to strive for 10% savings on your own. If they match another three, four, or five, then that's 15. That's gravy. I love the gravy. The gravy make the meal. I love the gravy. Do not ever tell me I do not love the gravy. But at minimum, you want to be 10% investing in your retirement with the match. Now, that's autopilot. All right? You just set that and forget it. Use a target date investment fund. I mean, just set it and forget it. Now, again... If you are not to the point where you're putting 10 of your own percentage points in, then that's something to strive for. Thereafter, you can start to tackle that debt. You can start to tackle the auto loan, etc. Now, I would significantly uh, discourage a, a withdrawal or a loan from your 401k because what you're doing is you are removing principal and paying it back. Which means if you're doing that in this environment, you're effectively selling low. You're doing the same thing that I just described in the first scenario. So again, whether it's to buy a house or whatever, if you have to borrow from your retirement to do that, you're not ready to buy. That's my personal opinion. I mean, again, people say, well, that's, you know, I'm just using this. I'm using, No, I don't think so. Save for that, save for that down payment. Again, it all comes down 
to following that budget, tracking those expenses, building the margin, investing in retirement, paying off the debt, saving for the, you know, the down payment, what have you. Don't skirt the steps. The steps are all laid out. They're pretty simple. And again, I I, want to caution you. The biggest concern I saw, you can figure out the rest. It sounds like you're a really sharp guy. You can figure out the rest. The thing I want to caution you is it sounded like you're trying to kind of, you know, get an edge. Like, ah, you know, the market's better. I'm going to pull from this spot and go into here. And I'll tell you, that is a fool's game. It's very, very dangerous. All right, Daniel, what else you got to add? I think you pretty much covered it. I mean, what I do is I look at, uh, I do my financial plan. I figure out what my financial plan says my contribution rate needs to be. If you're if you're not going to do that, then I like the rule of thumb that you used. I don't usually like rule of thumbs, but you used a good one, which is get up to 10% on your own. That's nice round figure and math says that that generally works over the long run for a lot of situations. Uh, I personally, uh, because I like doing the math, I sit down each year and I figure out, okay, based upon my plan, based upon where my accounts are, here's what I need to contribute over the next year to keep my plan on track. I do that. And then the rest I put away uh, in other places outside of our retirement savings. Excellent. All right. That was a great question. All Brian did was send us a voice memo to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Odds and ends, if you're not yet following us on the Insta, check us out at DIY.money. Or if you're still a Facebooker, you can check us out on the DIY Tribe at Facebook. That's DIY Tribe. We'll let you in there. We've got some cool videos, etc. And of course, the book dropped. Boom. DIY Money on Amazon or Kindle. You can just go ahead and pick up a copy and know all the steps. It's an easy read. Um, but we're getting great response, so thank you for that. If you haven't picked up your copy yet, please do so. All right, remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed. 